25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun to back the long side. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to They are who we thought they were. And we let it off the line. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West Black Tights. That's left. 372 Y. The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Yo, I'm here. Roger, you were starting to wonder for the, a minute there, weren't you? You were starting to wonder. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, is he there? Is it my fault? What's <laughs> 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 <But> my fault? <laughs> is it my fault? No, it wasn't your fault at all. <clears throat> the truth is I was busy. Uh, I was busy responding uh, to a tweet, one of those things where you click send, but it didn't go, and you're like, you know, you're just sitting there tapping it. Send, dadgummit, send. <laughs> And it finally sent. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, competitive rates, fast and friendly service at Farm Bureau. Roger, I'm sitting in church yesterday, and my pastor, Matt Powell there in Tupelo, wonderful, wonderful person, is telling a story about something that happened with him um, dealing with his insurance company. Somebody drove his truck, a family member, and then had a fender bender in it. Hmm. And, Roger, you know what he said? He said, he didn't name them. He said, I'm not going to tell you the company. He said, but we've been with them for a long time, but we don't have a local agent. He said, it's it's a national thing, and I have to deal with somebody else. I don't have a local agent. He said, so I called them. This is my pastor. He called his insurance company, told them the situation. And this is last week. And the person on the phone told him, okay, um, we have certain adjusters at certain places in your area. And the adjuster there will be able to get you in for an appointment uh, around the 1st of August. (laughs) (laughs) That is not going to work. I know. And my pastor made the point. He said, that flew all over me. He said, and I got a, yeah, I didn't yell, but I got a little angry on the radio. I mean, on the phone. I got a little angry on the phone and told him, that's just not going to cut it. I've been with you all for 14 years. He said, and honestly, I acted a little, frankly, unbecoming of a pastor. <laughs> and he was talking about, you know, you're not always perfect. But I couldn't help but think, I'm going to mention this on the radio. Listen, that's something you don't have to deal with and worry about with Farm Bureau. You don't have a – he said he'd been with them for 14 years. Matt, it's time to switch. I'm going to tell him it's time to switch to Farm Bureau because you will have a local agent. You will have a local adjuster, and they'll be there the next day. I've had situations where I had to call on my Farm Bureau agent. We had a thing where a hot water heater blew up in the house one day, and there was water everywhere, ruined some wood floors. My insurance agent was on the phone with me as soon as I called his cell phone, and the very next morning, the local adjuster was at my house. That's a true story with Farm Bureau. 
totally opposite of what my pastor had to deal with with his company. So I just thought I'd put that out there. Hey, his company, the one with the, the guy with the nice, deep voice. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I didn't ask. <laughs> yeah, I didn't ask. But I am going to tell him, look, with Farm Bureau, that's the thing, man. That's what it's all about. It's going to be somebody you know. The fact is, um, you know, you. my pastor's probably got his local Farm Bureau agent right there in the congregation. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, amen? Amen. All right. Uh, Live here, you may hear the commotion. We are live on Radio Row, Hoover, Alabama, at SEC Media Days. Coming up in just a few minutes, uh, supposed to be joined by Matt Moscona from Louisiana. He's on ESPN Baton Rouge and New Orleans. Has a really uh, successful afternoon evening show there called AFR. uh, What is it? After Further Review, uh, I think is the name of his show. Matt's a great guy, and I'm hoping to get him on. LSU is here today. LSU, you got Ogeron here. you got Joe Burrow, those kinds of things. And so as soon as he gets a minute or two, Matt will come down here uh, and join us, and we'll chat it up just a little bit with him. Look forward to that uh, coming up. Also want to remind you, all my coverage this week, live radio, Twitter feed, and elsewhere, all the coverage that I'm going to bring you here at SEC Media Days this week is brought to you by High Point Roasters Coffee in New Albany. High Point Roasters, H-P-R. Look them up online, highpointroasters.com. It's a local company. I've been there to their operation. It's a really neat thing that Dan Skinner and the folks at High Point Roasters are doing. Um, They are local. You can follow Dan on Twitter, Dan the Coffee Man. You can pop in most times and say hello and see what it's like if the next time you're in New Albany on Highway 15 or order online. And it is the best. It's what I drink every day. Uh, It's what I had this morning. At about 4.30 a.m., I ground those uh, coffee beans in my grinder there, uh, the new Albany blend from High Point Roasters, and then put it in the press, and that's what I had. So I encourage you to do it, too, and appreciate them supporting our coverage of SEC Media Days uh, here in Hoover. I didn't get to finish it up earlier. Um, I'm going to do that now and play you the rest of it. Just a few more details. Greg Sankey, commissioner of the SEC, addressing everyone upstairs earlier uh, this morning. And talking about officiating in the SEC, and I can just tell by the text line at 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN, that you you guys agree as fans that, you know, something, uh, some improvement is better than none. And I think recently it's just they got to get better. They've got to become a little more efficient. But it's not necessarily just missing a call. People are going to miss calls. And I think we all understand that. We all get it. It's other stuff, the, the organizational, the, hey, for me as a fan, do me a favor and show me that you're doing everything you can to remove any possible problem I could have with who's on the officiating crew. It's not that we don't trust them. It's that, you know, we don't want to have to worry about whether we trust them or not with all the resources you have as a conference. A lot of those kinds of things. I think they can do a better job. Pat, Tim, Louvier, everybody texting and agreeing. Real quick on the text line at 885 espn uh, I just got a text that says, uh, Pastor Matt is a lifelong friend of my in-laws. He officiated our wedding in Jackson. Guy's a big Tennessee fan, as I am, so I knew it would be a jam-up time. <laughs> yeah, Matt is a big Tennessee fan. I'm going to tell you, they are as wonderful people as you could possibly get to know, Matt Powell and his family. And they have been through so much uh, recently. You know, they lost their uh, son, their young uh, toddler son, Judah. Uh, over a year ago, uh, just passed away instantly, and it was really a tragic thing. They've been through a lot. Uh, they're great folks. 
Great folks. And here's a text, unnamed texter says, High Point is the best. High Point Roasters. Order three bags and you get free shipping. And that's what I do. I get three one-pound bags every time I order. And I usually get some goodies in there, too, including those uh, chocolate-covered um, espresso beans. Yeah. Don't eat too many of those. Well, just go ahead and do it and see what happens. <laughs> go ahead. Looks like the Florida Gators are walking in. Let me give you a little uh, insight. You can probably hear the noise uh, here on Radio Row. All right. So I'm about 25 yards, maybe not quite that far, down Radio Row from the entrance, the lobby here at the Winfrey Hotel, the Hyatt Regency here in Hoover. There are flash bulbs flashing, lights on, and it looks like Dan Mullen and some of his players have just walked into the lobby here at the hotel, getting ready to hit the escalator, go upstairs. Uh, Coach Mullen's signing some autographs down there for some Florida fans. They're handing their helmets over the ropes uh, and that kind of thing for uh, to, be, to get them signed. That's a little bit of the scene that you have. And, buddy, you want to see a scene, let it be Alabama Day when Nick Saban's going to get here and you're going to see what I'm talking about. It'll be a mad house around here. Bama fans all dressed up and painted up in the lobby of a hotel in July. No joke. Uh, here's the rest of that uh, Greg Sankey conversation from earlier upstairs. Well, it's not really a conversation. He's just giving a speech. Uh, the final few details on what they're doing to um, – you know, improve transparency between the league and the fans regarding referees and uh, trying to, you know, I guess improve the atmosphere and uh, get rid of that negative perception as much as they can. Tomorrow afternoon he will talk about rules changes and points of emphasis. We've added a session on Wednesday where Steve will talk about how our football officials are recruited, trained, evaluated, and the conference's accountability process for its officiating program, along with a you-make-the-call and accountability built in for each of you participating. In conjunction with the SEC Network, we expect and are exploring strategies to inform viewers about officiating decisions and to educate throughout the day, game day, through this platform. We're launching a website today, secsports.com slash officiating. It is lightly populated at the moment, but we will add educational videos, rules information, and some of the policies that I just referenced that are being updated. We'll do that across the board for our sports. We're also exploring opportunities to be more engaged and active on social media. That does not mean we will spend all day Saturday tweeting about other people's officials nor about ours. But we do recognize there are opportunities to engage and explain in ways we haven't previously uh, explored. All right, that's a little bit of Greg Sankey. You hear that? The official's uh, website, secsports.com slash officiating. Very interesting. Uh, On the Twitter feed, he said that's not going to be something where we're going to be commenting on officiating throughout the uh, year. Um, I, I almost... I don't know whether to feel sorry or not for the person that's going to be monitoring all the comments that will come in on the official SEC officiating Twitter page during the season. Maybe they'll get a good laugh as far as I know. But I do know that they have recognized they have a perception problem and are trying to deal with that uh, in some shape, form, or fashion. I'm Matt here in the Farm Bureau studio on Radio Row Live in Hoover, now joined by Matt Moscona, host of After Further Review afternoons ESPN Baton Rouge and New Orleans and all over the place not just radio but television as well 
and big time in the state of Louisiana. What up, Matt? Matt, what's going on, man? It's good to see you again. You too. Great to see you. Uh, when we were talking about the officiating in the first hour, all the stuff that Greg Sankey talked about, um, I had three or four texts about the LSU-Texas A&M game. That or the the Devin White targeting against Alabama. Yeah. Uh, and then, if you want to go to the NFL. Well, the targeting was against State, and then he was suspended right, for Alabama, right? Right, 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 right. It was. He hit Nick Fitzgerald right under the jaw. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to go to the NFL, the Saints NFC Championship. Oh, my god! And then if you want to talk about college basketball, Matt, uh, the the block on the basket interference when LSU beat Kentucky basically changed the, the, the replay rule in college basketball. It was a hell of a year for officiating <laughs> bungles involving Louisiana teams. Yeah, it really was. And there's a lot of angst. Um, and and I, I feel comfortable in saying this. You know, I don't ha- have near the contacts or know the people that – that you do at say LSU and in the state of Louisiana, but I know a few and I very safe to say that there are people that they don't just root for the purple and gold that it's on their paycheck who are good and frustrated with that entire year. But, but specifically college football officiating as it related to some things that happened to LSU. And that's, you know, I feel like Matt, that you and I as a radio person or a fan on the street, can kick and scream all we want about officiating, but nothing probably happens and it's not a big deal. I think that they kicked it into gear and we're going to have a, an audit, an interview. We're going to do more stuff on the web. We're going to try to be more trans. We're going to look into it. I think that came from the schools. They're the ones that instigated that. I, I think that's a big part of it. Okay. I do. But I also would not minimize the fact that you have so much distrust among fans right now and not just in college football it's at every it's at every level level and so much of it is just the fact that as fans viewing games now we have so much more exposure yeah we we have so much more information Matt. we we watch 15 replays in slow-mo that's it and we see uh, how things transpire and uh, officials are human they're going to make mistakes i always say if it, like every official is bad at their job and and I'm not necessarily just cracking. It's not their. I would say it's not their fault. They're yeah. just not good at their job. But Matt, like, you play the game. You know what it's like to play college football. It's fast paced, and they have the worst view of the field. Like you're yeah. on the field running with giants and gazelles. Right. Good luck noticing split second. <laughs> and you know it, it with eighty thousand people yelling at you. Sure. Like in my like, I'm super drastic in this. You you you. You're going down somewhere where you're touching an exposed nerve ending for me. Well, I like, didn't know that. No, no, it's fine. Time, so. No, I know, I know. But I am all for taking officials off the field. Like, it is so easy with technology now to let officials watch the 15 cameras that you and I see and officiate the game from a booth where you can do it more accurately. You can make decisions. Maybe you have someone on the field where you can buzz down for a call. Like, yeah. there are ways to make it happen, man. It, um, I-, I applaud the SEC for trying to be more transparent. Sure. I don't know if it's going to work because in the heat of the moment, you have a lot of fans that are going to be if you believe that officials are out to get – if they hate your team and they're out to get them and they're cheating, then no amount of logic is ever going to convince you because you're making an illogical argument. Yeah. So, you, like, how do, you, how do you disprove a conspiracy theory? You can't. It's you a conspiracy can't. theory. Right. So if that's where you are as a fan, enjoy your life living in that reality. Me, I'll at least look at the SEC and say, you know what, it would be easy to have the ostrich effect, just stick your head in the sand and ignore it. I applaud you for at least doing something to sure. try to inform people. Absolutely. I, I feel the same way. Trying to do something. It's, you're not just sitting there doing nothing. And I think it's fine for them to take the approach of 
we have the best of everything. We have the best coaches. They make the most money. We make the most money as a conference. We have the best stadiums, the biggest, the nicest, the best TV packages, the, the best everything. Let's try to have the best officiating. Yeah, why not? Why not? I, it, but to do that, Matt, honestly, you've got to make more of a commitment. You've yeah. got to have full-time officials. You've got to train them better. Sure. And, and it's just not a commitment that any sports league is willing. Even the professional sports leagues aren't willing to have their officials full-time. So how can you have that expectation for college football? Right. Matt Moscona on your radio right now, ESPN Baton Rouge. New Orleans, and big time on Twitter, at Matt Muscona. Good luck with the vowels. Yeah, there you go. Just figure it out. You know, you get search. Use the search. Uh, Matt, what do you think about this crazy cockamamie idea that I put out on Twitter the other day? All scoring plays that involve the goal line, touchdowns, two points, if it involves a goal line, scoring play, the whole thing's reviewable if you want to. Even flags that are thrown. Okay. What do you think about that? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with reviewing Matt, I want in baseball, I want K-Zone to be the strike zone. I don't need the 300-pound guy behind the plate going, like <laughs> Robot no, umps. I'm good. I saw it in, in a minor league game. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with it. Give me, like, give me K-Zone. Give me a robot ump. Like, so that way you can't, like, if fans have their disdain, their angst, d- direct it somewhere else. Remove other, the variable. In remove words. that variable. Yeah. It's, it, in, a, in a different day and age, man, listen. Bring it back to college football. LSU played a game in 1979 against USC. I wasn't even alive yet. Matt, I was born in 82. They played a game against number one USC. A young guy. Dude, I'm 37. <laughs> just, just turned 37 last week. Um, I'm not a young guy. Well, that's young. young younger. But anyway, <laughs> my point is, man, this was 40 years ago they played this game. It's 1979. Right. John Robinson, who is now on LSU staff, is was the head coach. You had Charles White. Yeah. How you about know, that? Anthony Munoz, a great one, great talent on that team. Anyway, there's a, LSU's winning the game, and late in the game, Benji Thibodeau, Thibodeau gets flagged for a face mask. Don't let me bore you with this, but no, I'm getting, I like I'm, it. I'm getting to it. a point. For 40 years, LSU fan, and, and USC would go on and score the game winning touchdown. They'd rally and score the game winning touchdown after the the face mask. LSU fans have bitched for 40 years that Benji Thibodeau got screwed on that call with the face mask. You can go to YouTube right now, Matt, and in a grainy video from 1979, you can find the LSU-USC game, and you can find that that play, and you can see that Benji Thibodeau grabs the kid's face mask. Like, but my point is, if you're in the stadium that day, yeah. and you're just watching from afar, I oh, screwed us. Like, that's your mentality, and you carry that with you for 40 years. Sure. Like, in 2019, you don't have that excuse right? because one of the 70 cameras would have caught it very right. clearly and shown you that, yes, it was a face mask. Right. Anyway, I, my point is eliminate fan angst, eliminate that barrier. There you go. I, it was um, a, you should not let me tell, tell that's the That's okay. So, so two minutes left. Um, I wasted so much no, time. No, we didn't waste anything. This is what people care about. It really is. Or else the commissioner wouldn't have stood up there and talked right. about it for 10 no, minutes. Right. Um, LSU is here today. Uh, Ozeron and Joe Burrow. Um, What's the? I know what I think about it. We'll talk about it. Plenty of time to do that. Um, leading up to the start of the season, how do LSU fans view and feel about Joe Burrow as their QB? Love him, man. He's uh, he's got the intangibles. Son of a coach, right. a film room rat, 
uh, got a little bit of swag too. There was a play against Ole Miss last year where he scored a rushing touchdown. Ole Miss kid hit him from behind about five yards into the end zone, hit him into the fence at Tiger Stadium, and Joe got up and kind of cocked his head to the side and just stared him down. Like <laughs> one of these, like, you for real, bro, type things. Yeah. And, and fa- but fans, fans have loved that. They, they've loved that about him. And maybe more importantly, though, Matt, for the first time, I think, since 2013 with, uh, with Mettenberger, LSU's got a quarterback that, that, that can win a game for He's you. He's a winner. And, and isn't just, hey, hey, don't, don't screw this up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I, I think, and I think that gives, that's given this team a lot of confidence and the fan base a lot of confidence in the team going into the year. Yeah, I agree with that totally. There's just – there are some guys that they don't have to throw for 400 yards for you to have some confidence in them. Yeah. You know, and frankly, that's what I want. I want – I got confidence he's just going to figure out how to win, whether he throws for 40 or 400. He's going to figure out a way to win the game. That's your number one responsibility. I think you have that in Joe Burrow. 400 would be a lot more fun It'd than 40. It'd be fun, wouldn't I've, it? I've seen too much of 40. I want more 400. <laughs> well, you're getting there. Uh, slowly. Maybe it'll happen this year. Matt, I appreciate it so much. My pleasure. That's Matt Moscona, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans. And uh, after further review, follow him on Twitter if you don't already, at Matt Moscona. Thank you, Matt. Got it. Um, uh, seriously, you know, the conversation, if you're listening about the officiating stuff, it's not just a throw-it-out-there off-season topic. It's not just a something that, you know, we're just kicking over an anthill in the middle of July just to have something to talk about. I, I, I think, I sense that really and truly, as a conference, they are trying to get better, and this is the start of it. I'm in Hoover, live in the Farm Bureau studio at SEC Media Day. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. show i'm matt live in the farm bureau studio farm bureau go with the home team they are your home team at farm bureau local agents competitive rates fast friendly service that's what you get at farm bureau deal with someone one on one that's what you get it's the way it ought to be it's the way it ought to be in anything it's the way it ought to be certainly in insurance and it's the way it is at farm bureau i do not hesitate to tell you to give Farm Bureau an opportunity to handle your insurance if you haven't done that already. I also don't hesitate to tell you to uh, check out High Point Roasters Coffee in New Albany, the oldest coffee roaster in the state of Mississippi. And, man, are they some kind of good. Nice folks, too. Really nice folks. Dan Skinner, you all follow him on Twitter, Dan the Coffee Man. Give him a follow. You can follow HP Roasters on Twitter as well. The website is highpointroasters.com. And if you go there, you can order. If you get three bags, get free shipping. And it's a great way to get premium, high-quality, the best-flavor coffee. And, folks, nothing against what you you know get on the, the shelf in the grocery store, but this is better. It just is. This is a thing where Dan's going all over the world picking this stuff out. He's finding the best 
shipping it back in those great big bags, roasting it for you right there. Different blends, different flavors, different temperatures over a different period of time can make it a little different here and there. Find what you like, and Dan will work with you on that, too. He'll help you out. Tell him what you want. He kind of knows. He's an expert. So that's High Point Roasters, highpointroasters.com. Now, as I said earlier, phone lines open to you. Even though we are broadcasting live here on Radio Row, we can take your phone call and uh, your text. So the phone number to the Divini Equipment phone. Divini Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., 995-1059, 601-995-1059. Give me a call. I'll put you up. Roger will let me know you're here. You can also text the show. Thanks to everybody who's been texting today. Louvier, Tim, Pat, several others, unnamed texters. So thanks for all the uh, interaction as well. And we're just getting started. Today is... Uh, let me pull it up here for you. <clears throat> They've got a handy-dandy app for all of us media folks. Today is three teams, LSU, Florida, and Missouri. Three teams that are here, LSU, Florida, and Missouri. For Missouri, they brought um, quarterback Kelly Bryant, who, according to Brett and everybody who's been upstairs doing all the in-room interviews and that kind of thing, that Kelly Bryant has been really the most popular guy up there, uh, a, a swarm of media. In fact, he's down on the end right now of Radio Row, sitting down doing uh, a radio interview. And then on the other end of Radio Row, uh, you've got a Louisiana station down there who's having a sit-down interview as we speak with Ed Orgeron. Ed Orgeron, the head coach at LSU, so he's talking to those guys right now. Um, that's kind of the way that goes. Tomorrow here um, you have Ole Miss. Wednesday you're going to have Mississippi State. But, again, so today you got Missouri. They've got Kelly Bryant, the transfer QB from uh, Clemson. <clears throat> You've got Florida here. Dan Mullen, head coach, they brought their quarterback as well, Felipe Franks. And then, of course, Ed Orgeron and LSU here, and they brought their quarterback, Joe Burrow. So three teams and three QBs. And, you know, don't roll your eyes. It's just the way it is. People want those quarterbacks to be here if they can. And it's pretty much, you know, every team that's here, if they know who their QB is, then uh, they brought them to media days. Uh, so they're, <laughs> they're here if they know who their QB is. The only ones who didn't really bring a QB are the ones who haven't figured out who the starting quarterback is yet going to have those competitions coming up. Tomorrow, let me give you a heads up on this one too. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Tomorrow morning you're going to have steve shaw the sec coordinator of officials who will address the big group of media in the large room up on the second floor here at the hotel steve shaw so he'll get some questions and that kind of thing go over some stuff and then starting at 9 a.m the schedule tomorrow is that georgia and ole miss will kind of be side by side in the morning session of this media days. So you're going to have Kirby Smart, who has with him Jake Fromm, their QB, and offensive lineman Andrew Thomas, defensive back J.R. Reed. Ole Miss here at the same time, 9 a.m., will begin the interviews and the kind of what we call the media car wash, where they you know, go from one room to the next upstairs and that kind of thing. None of them are actually required to come through Radio Row. So, you know, whether or not they come through here, you know, we don't know. We'll find out. But, again, 
tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. through 1 p.m., so all morning long, Georgia and then Ole Miss. Ole Miss will have, along with Coach Matt Luke, it'll be Matt Corral, the underclassman QB. I told you this last week, but Matt Corral is the only underclassman here as a player, period. Every other player who is here is either a junior or a senior. Corral is uh, you know, a freshman, sophomore. I couldn't figure it out last week. I thought he played enough last year to be a sophomore. He was listed as a freshman. I just know he's the only underclassman. And the other Ole Miss players who will be here in the morning are Alex Givens and Momo Sonogo. Then the afternoon session, uh, tomorrow night, the afternoon session, tomorrow night, 1.30 to 5.30, Texas A&M and Tennessee. So you're going to have Jimbo Fisher, Jeremy Pruitt side by side up there. Fisher is going to have uh, Kellen Mond, his quarterback. Tennessee and Jeremy Pruitt is going to have their quarterback, uh, Jarrett Garantano. So tomorrow, four teams. And mixed in there as well will be Steve Shaw, the coordinator of officials, a guy named Chris Turner from the SEC Network, who I'm sure he'll be here to uh, talk about programming. You know, the, the network's going to have some stuff that they've done. that They're actually unveiling it this week, I think tomorrow night, at one of the theaters in downtown Birmingham. They've invited the media to come out and, you know, they're going to they're gonna invite them to come out and watch a little bit of this um, – kind of a commemoration of the past, you know, all these 150 years or whatever it is of SEC football. Every team's going to be featured in some shape, form, fashion. I actually am not uh, going to get to look at it. Roger, are you back? Yeah, I know you had to step out. Are you back oh, yeah, in the I'm studio? Yep. So so get my schedule for tomorrow, right? Uh, we'll be on the air with you from 12 until 2. And as soon as I hang up, I'm going to throw the stuff in a box, go and throw it in the back of my truck, Tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to leave Hoover and drive back to Pearl, back over to the, uh, I think it's the Heinz Community College campus in Pearl. Apparently, they have a satellite campus over there. Does that sound right? Yeah. And because tomorrow night, you're going to have what they call the Bulldog, Central Mississippi Bulldog Extravaganza. So it's the that particular portion of the state's Mississippi State, you know, um, Alumni Association. And every July they have a big event where the fans come in there, they have, they have great attendance, and uh, the coaches um, will be there. Uh, Mark Keenum will be there, and I'm going to be there to get up on stage and kind of host this roundtable and ask those guys questions in front of all those fans tomorrow night up there. So I'm going to drive back to Pearl for that. When it's over, I'm going to get back in my truck, drive back here to Hoover, and spend the night in a hotel. <laughs> So that's you, what, you need somebody to drive for you. Well, what are you saying? You want to do it? No, I mean, you got Brett over there, right? <laughs> yeah, I could get All Brett right. to do no, it. No, Brett, excuse me. Yeah, I probably could get him to do that. That's okay. He'll be here working. You and know, Tom, look. Sh- Tom Sawyer, I'm into it. You know, kind of, hey, this is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, don't you know the fun we'll have? <laughs> Man, great fun driving in Mississippi. Yeah, <clears throat> that's right. So, anyway, that's what we're looking at. Yeah. Um, and so if you're listening, you can actually attend that. I think they're going to open the doors. Yeah, it's going to be at the Clyde Muse Center on the Rankin campus of Heinz Community College tomorrow night, and the doors will open at 530. Autographs with players and coaches and all that kind of stuff for that Central Mississippi Bulldog extravaganza tomorrow night. I'll see you there if you come on out. 
All right, uh, coming up next, we'll wrap things up here live. Day one of SEC Media Days in Hoover. You all stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Good or bad. <laughs> what a big gathering of SEC people. Yeah, that's a big gathering of them right now. Um, I keep looking to see who's doing what, you know, live on the podium and stuff right now. Uh, this first day is a little different just because you don't have nearly as much going on in the early part of the morning. They didn't start everything here. Like Sankey was the first guy to say anything, and they started it at – 11.30, I think, so about a half hour before we came on the air here is when they started that. Um, tomorrow's a lot different because they start everything so early. You know, uh, the coordinator of officials early in the morning at 8 o'clock or whatever it is, and then followed by uh, the first teams. Ole Miss will be one of those, Ole Miss in Georgia. First teams to hit the car wash of interviews, and that will begin around 9. So tomorrow and Wednesday are a lot different. Uh, and if you're wondering, yeah, um, Joe Moorhead – is going to be here Wednesday with State. Uh, and as I understand it, he is going to be at uh, the big alumni gathering tomorrow night at the Heinz campus in Pearl. Uh, he's going to be there. And I think, heck, they may have adjusted schedules and gotten him to come here on a Wednesday at Media Days because he had that event to, to uh, attend tomorrow night. So I think that's the way that works. Hey, if you want to text the show, it's open to you right now. I appreciate everybody who texted earlier. It's 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN. And uh, feel free to give me a call on the Divini Equipment phone line. Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S. Right there. There they are. They've been doing it better longer than anybody else. Divini Equipment, it's 995-1059. 995 1059. Give me a shout. Love to hear from you. Um, let's see here. Got a text. Let me see if I can pull you up. You seen any um, famous folks out there yet? Other than the oh, yeah. you know, commissioner? Maybe seen any well, of the ESPN people or Feinbaum? Or anything? Yeah, Peter Burns, who's one of the hosts on the SC oh, Network. Yeah. I, I saw Love Peter. Love that guy. Yeah. Got a great story to tell, too. Yeah, he really does. And nice guy. Peter was here earlier, kind of ran into him out in the lobby. He was hustling. Uh, of course, Cole Kublix, a friend of mine, played at Auburn, big offensive lineman. He's down there hosting his show uh, right now. We talked a little bit earlier. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, the kid, uh, um, Jordan Rogers, former Vanderbilt QB, whose brother is Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. He's an analyst. Yeah, Jordan walked through here a bit ago, spoke to him, uh, talked to him a bit. Uh, I'm trying to think. You say famous people um luminaries in the world of sports yeah. oh i'll tell you who i spoke to uh it's a big guy here who um is a, was an all-american for the florida gators played in the nfl as a tight end he's now a radio host uh ben troop is his name he's 
right across the way here on his radio deal. He's at ESPN Coastal down in Brunswick, Georgia. And, um, yeah, I talked to Ben. He's a big old dude. Talked to him for a little bit. He's got a heck of a resume, too. Won the SEC championship in 2000 at uh, Florida. He was first-team All-SEC. He was a first-team All-American. In the the 04 NFL draft, he was selected in the second round, played in the NFL five years. Injuries kind of beat him up, ran him out of there, but huge guy. Really nice guy, too. Talked to him a little bit. Roger, what it was we were in there. They have this big room, so if I can describe it for you for a minute – Again, Radio Row. Like, if you were to come to the hotel here, the Winfrey and Hoover, you'd come into the lobby right where you would check in normally. And then there's this connected to the lobby, this long hallway that stretches from the hotel into the mall, the Galleria Mall. We are in that hallway. There's a couple of restaurants around us on either side, that kind of thing. But some of these rooms, they have them broken out. One is for media registration. That's right behind me. And then the other next to it is a big room. It's, a, you know, food. They had a great big spread of breakfast food this morning, bacon and eggs and grits and just everything, and coffee and, you know, orange juice. And so I'd gotten some food, and he and I both were, like, pouring some orange juice over on the bar there at the same time. And I said, how about this? He said, yeah, man, orange juice for a couple of grown guys. I said, yeah, like when we were 12, you know, we're getting orange juice. (laughs) And he got a great big laugh out of that, you know, with the coffee and the water, and we're in there getting orange juice. But. It does that vitamin C and about two pounds of sugar in it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, mostly sugar, right? Like yeah. if we if we drank just actual juice from an orange, we would hate it, wouldn't we? <laughs> you know, we would never drink it. It's like, what do they have to put in grapefruit juice to make it drinkable? You know, I mean, oh. all kinds of sugar. Uh, here's a. I agree with this. Matt on the text line. At 885 ESPN says, it's a genius move by Ole Miss bringing Matt Corral to media days to spike the interest. I agree with that. And I will tell you this, that in the past, in the past, in in recent years, I'm talking about in the last five, six years at SEC Media Days, Ole Miss has made some of the opposite decisions. Like, they never one time brought Laquan Treadwell here to SEC Media Days. They brought other guys who maybe were – just as nice and and all but certainly less exciting to talk to and you had an entire room full of uh sec media that would have fallen all over themselves at that time to get a chance to interview laquan treadwell he was a huge star you know nationally not just in in the sec but they never brought him for whatever reason and so some of those things they didn't i agree with this this is a great move to bring matt corral Number one, the only underclassman who's going to be here. Number two, people love quarterbacks. You know, if you can bring a quarterback here, you should is kind of what I think. And then two, yeah, it's like you're getting to meet him. And they already know he's the starting QB. It's not a matter of if he's going to win the job. We know it's him. So there's that. It's kind of a safe bet. And so you're introducing him to everyone early. And look, Matt, they could have very well taken the approach with Matt Corral that, look, yeah, he's our starting quarterback, but he's just a young guy, just a freshman, and we're we're not going to bring him over there right away and subject him to this whole thing. We're going to let him actually start a year and make plays over the course of 12 games before we, you know, thrust him into the fire, the interview fire. They're not taking that approach. So in, in for him, it's probably a good thing, too. You go ahead and get your feet wet in this kind of scenario. 
Because I can tell you it's not easy for those guys. They're not used to it. As much attention as they do get, still coming here, being one of three representatives for your team, and you're wearing a suit and tie and bright lights in your face, and they rush you out of one room into the next and all that kind of stuff. So you're kind of getting him used to that, but it introduces the conference to him. And let's be honest, we all saw him take some snaps, and he was involved in the pushing and shoving last year at the Egg Bowl. People call it a brawl as a complete joke to me that anybody would call that a brawl. Yeah. Anybody who Roger, anybody who would call what happened in that Egg Bowl a brawl has never like been to have, a brawl. They've <laughs> they've obviously never been to a brawl, but right. apparently have never watched a Western movie. <laughs> I mean with the chairs breaking over everybody's back and yeah, everything. Else. Yeah. This was a bunch of guys in pads all just kind of pushing and shoving a little bit. Yeah. Really. Protection designed to protect them from other guys. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, uh, I, mean, I want to ask you this one thing, though. If I want you to pay, pay attention now. I have found only one photo online where he wasn't wearing both of his huge cubic zirconia earrings. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming they're cubic unless, uh, you know. Yeah. Maybe know, they're real. A little incentive. <laughs> Heard it here first. I'm just checking. Yeah, well, who cares? That's what I say. <laughs> who cares? I don't. I know I don't. Well, I'd just be interested to see if the, the Ole Miss uh, folks are going to let him get up on that podium with those things on. Yeah, with the earrings on? Now, that yeah. is interesting. You yeah. know, if oh, that's, you, you can't miss these, Matt. These things are huge. They're like five carats each. Yeah. Look, I, I just think that there is um, th- there's something to be said for – in a scenario like this, I'm not telling anybody what they should do. Um, and I'm not saying what I would or wouldn't do. I don't know that there's necessarily a right or wrong on the whole the earrings thing. But, Roger, I just think there's something to be said for – I mean, you put a suit and tie, you want somebody to dress up because they're going to be on camera. Okay, fine. I'm not, I don't even care about that. If Matt Corral wanted to come in here tomorrow wearing his warm-up sweats, fine with me. I don't care what I mean, he wears. Dennis Robin. Yeah. If that's what he wanted to do, I don't. I just. I don't care one way or the other. But if that's who he is, I, I can take authenticity. You know what I'm saying, Roger? Good, good or bad in terms of how someone may judge it. Just I can take authenticity. If the guy wears earrings year round and that's what he wants to do, to heck with making him take them off because he's coming to media days. That's who he is. Wear the earrings. Come on, fine. If that's authentic, you know. I wouldn't warm up to somebody going to throw on two big earrings. Just they never wear them any other time of the year. They just want to come and make a statement. But if that's who you are, come wear them. Fine. That's who he is. According to the pictures? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, um, Roger, is the music playing? Not yet. Not yet. You've okay. Got about I 20 more seconds. I couldn't tell. Well, I just want to say before we end the show, Roger, how nice it is to be able to talk to you again. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody so, told me last week, uh, not much of a presence there on Matt. <laughs> I said, was there any? I'd be surprised. Well, <laughs> at least they were listening, number one. Yeah. And number two, I said your name as if I was talking to you several times, even though we were recording the show. <laughs> but it was but it's important to say this. It was all new content done on a daily basis, no reruns. That's right. So good, good job, man. You need credit for that. Well, I appreciate it. It was fun to do. It was well, you're on the beach, man, on vacation. On the beach, baby. That's exactly right. Go big or go home, man. I'll sleep when I'm dead. All right. For Roger, I'm Matt. Farm Bureau Studio presented by High Point Roasters Coffee in New Albany. HighPointRoasters.com. See you all tomorrow from Hoover. See you.
Wyatt Show.